Welcome to Awaken, Love, Heal, the podcast, a sacred space of remembering. This show is for women ready to shift the old energy of burnout, overwhelm, and exhaustion into the energy of ease, flow, and grace. Hi, I'm Jess, heart-centered healer and intuitive guide on a mission to help you tune into the calling of your soul and remember who you are and why you're here. It's time for us to drop out of our head and into our heart and be the energy we want to attract. Ready for the calling? Let's do this. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your love and your support and for encouragement with this podcast. Today, I want to celebrate 30 episodes. And while 30 might not seem like a lot, 30 seems like a big deal to me. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. I, um, I don't know if you have noticed, but podcasting for me is a little awkward and I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I know that I have a long, long way to go but I am feeling led. I am feeling called to this space. And so I'm going to keep moving forward, even though it feels awkward. And there are a lot of times where, if I'm being honest with you, I don't really want to jump on the microphone. (laughs) Like, it just feels awkward to me. And I know that the more I do it, the more I'm probably not going to feel that awkwardness. But um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of this weird, like, you know, what do I talk about? What do people really want to learn? What do people really want to know? What do people really, do they really want to hear me? Do they really want to tune into this? Like, all these voices can sort of pop up, which is which is normal, and I'm I'm learning that it's part of the process, but it doesn't make it any less awkward. So I appreciate you so much for being here, and I just want to take the time to like acknowledge that we have been through 30 episodes and I can't even remember when I even started this podcast because I've had so many breaks in between episodes because it's just, it feels awkward. And a lot of times, like, I have to feel into the energy of, like, um, inspiration. So I never want to just, like, hop on here for the sake of hopping on here But at the same time, you want to build that momentum and build that awareness that you even have a podcast. Because if you don't, if you're not on here, obviously, people won't know that I'm on here and I can't spread awareness of, of energy wellness. And so I don't know, there's like this fine balance of like trying to be on here when you're feeling inspired, but like maintaining that consistency So anyway, so as we like celebrate our 30th episode, um, I just kind of want to share a little bit about me. I feel like I haven't really, um, come on here and maybe some of you know me, maybe some of you don't, but I really want to just kind of share my journey of how this all started and how my energy wellness path began and, and all of the journey up until this point. So I believe looking back always, I've always been um, aware of my energy or aware of my sensitivities, aware of the fact that I am empath. But when you are sort of not on this path, I think that um, you maybe don't have words for it. So I think growing up, um, I always, I always knew that I was different, 
but you don't, you just, you, you think there's something wrong with you, or you just, you don't have the words to say that I am empath, or I am highly sensitive, or I can feel energy. And then a lot of times we don't know what to do with that energy. It can come off as like different emotions or different sensitivities, and you just don't know the words um, to put to it. And so you just go through your life, right? And then um, it keeps building and building and building, and you go through your life experiences. But you can sort of reflect on it now when you're in that space, you can bring, you can kind of um, understand why you needed to go through certain things, if that makes sense. So I would say that my awakening, sort of my spiritual awakening began in, I want to say, 2012. Um, but there wasn't a full awareness then. I knew that it was the beginning of it. I could feel shifting and I could feel um, changes happening. And my physical self wanted to um, change my environment, change my... Um, I was changing my environment and trying to change, like trying to manipulate um, the space, if that makes sense. And because I didn't have awareness that this was on an energetic level, I was trying to, I was feeling such an uncomfortable um, energy that I, I really didn't know what to do with it. I really didn't know um, yeah. And, and when people tell you that your spiritual awakening is this beautiful sort of, you know, rainbows and butterflies situation, your spiritual awakening is very raw, very weird, real, and very, it can be scary and it, and it's ugly. Like I'm, it's, it's an ego death of, of, <clears throat> It's, it's, it can be very ugly and, and very um, challenging. And so there was this time where you just, you're sort of trying to manipulate and change all the things around you to make this uncomfortableness go away. But in all reality, you're ignoring the energy within that is longing to be seen. Does that make sense? And so I would say from like 2012 to 2014, those two years were really um, uh, challenging. That's, I mean, that's all I can really say is 2012 to 2014 were super challenging and just trying to navigate um, this shifting. And so as I'm trying to change my environment or change all these, just shifting these different areas in my life, whether it was like my, where I lived, my marriage, my kids, my job. At the time I was running an in-home daycare, which I had started um, in about 2006, 2007. And, um, and as an empath, you can, you can see wh why I would be led to that space um, because we tend to be caretakers. And as you can imagine, as a childcare provider, you are giving... 24 seven, because I also had two small children at the same time and then married. So I knew nothing more than to give, 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 give. And by the time 2012 came around, I really had nothing left to give. Like I was sort of this empty shell of, mm, 
I can't even put it into words because I, I was living in a space of just feeling ultra numb. So I was really just going through the motions from like 2012 to 2014, those two years of just, um, it is very much a blur when I think about it now, because I really feel I was just a walking sort of, mm, zombie seems very extreme, but there was this numbness where I, when I looked in the mirror, I really didn't see anything. There was just, just, just this numbness of like, I didn't even know who I was or how to relate to who this person was in the mirror. And I don't know if anybody would have recognized it in the outside world. Like nobody... I think my husband knew there was, you know, frustration or, and that's how when on an, on a physical level, when your energy is depleted like that, when your soul, when your energy space is sort of depleted in a physical, in a physical way, it's going to come out as irritation. It's going to come out as anxiety. It's going to come out as depression. It's going to come out as resentment. So all these feelings were tornado or the sort of a tornadic space around us. And when you're in that, I, I really felt like I, there was no, there was no way out. I really felt suffocated. I really felt this, um, numbness, but my soul was crying for something different but I didn't have the awareness to what that was. I just felt stuck. I felt suffocated. I felt numb. But as an empath, which I didn't know at the time, as an empath, as a sensitive, it can often be hard for us to ask for help. Sometimes we can feel like we are supposed to have it all together. We are the helpers. We are the ones that are supposed to be helping the collective and so it can be difficult for us to ask help for help and so I never did and by the time 2014 rolled along I had just been done like I there was nothing more for me to give like I could not give any more I was suffering big time with migraines, which I had had migraines throughout my life, like they started in high school, but it became just a regular pattern of migraines. And I was still working through these migraines. I would be throwing up in the sink as I was trying to take care of a house full of kids because I, it was hard for me to let down those 10 families that I was taking care of, they had to go to work. So I would just work through my sickness. And so by the time 2014, and, and mind you, I, I was not, I had no awareness about self-care. Like I was not <clears throat> eating like I should. I was not even eating like three meals in a day. Like I was not I was not, there was no awareness of self-care. And so by the time 2014 rolled around, like I was just done. Like I just could not do this any longer. And <clears throat> while I loved these kiddos, like I had the best families in the universe. Like I could not have asked to work with better families. I just did not have um, the tools um, that I needed to be the provider that I know that these kiddos deserved. And so to this day, I don't even know if the families um, are aware of what I was going through or what I was dealing with or what I was feeling because I would never let anybody know. Like I would never let them know that 
um, I was feeling a certain way or feeling overwhelmed. Like I just wanted to show up and, and be there for those kids, be there for the families. But knowing deep down inside, like I was being depleted. And so I just knew in 2014 that I just needed to be done. There, there was this overwhelming <clears throat> awareness that if I did not make myself a priority, something terrible was going to happen. <clears throat> and so we ended up selling that home and downsizing and moving into a simpler, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe right now in this moment, I am releasing old energies that are coming up through my throat chakra. Because when we when we clear space for healing, like this is a healing moment for me. And I'm just, I'm just coming to this realization now as we are speaking. So I apologize if I continue to cough throughout this podcast episode, but just know that it's cleansing. It's um, your body's, um, my body is releasing in this now moment. Um, I just, I'm lose. I've lost my train of thought now that I have brought awareness around that. Okay. So, um, we sold our home and we, we got rid of like, I don't like so many, so much stuff. We just, we had a lot of stuff. We had this big two story house with stuff and it just really felt necessary to let that go and to release the need to have those things. And so it, it really felt deep in my soul. And, and it had been that way for a few years where I just had this longing for simplicity. I just had this longing to have a simple life to feel in that simplicity and to get back to the basics. And so we sold our home, we downsized and we have more space as far as land goes, but our home is simple and it feels so right. Um, in it's necessary for this journey. It's necessary for <clears throat> the path that we're on in this now moment. And so, um, yeah, so that happened in 2014. And so we got to this home and mind you, when we, when we made the choice, this was a choice to sell this home that we built. We, we put every little detail into this home and we lived there for 10 years and it was great. Like we, we built a beautiful life there and it was great for that chapter. And now this is a new chapter. And so when we were, when, when I was releasing this space, this time in our life, when I was releasing this, it was, majorly difficult. It was so hard. I mean, I bawled my eyes out every night. I had panic attack after panic attack after panic attack. And I couldn't understand when we made a cho when we made the choice to do this, why I was feeling this in my body. Why am I having such panic? Like, Oh my God, did we do the right thing? Are we crazy? What are we doing? Nobody downsizes at our age. All these things were going through my mind and I was beginning to feel crazy. I was beginning to feel like, what the hell did we just do? What are people going to think? They're going to think we're nuts. What are we doing? We built this beautiful home. We're letting it go. We're downsizing. We're, you know, like all these things were going through my mind. And I'm pretty sure people thought we were like, what are we doing? But once I got to the other side of that, I realized that was a part of the awakening. 
that was part of the ego death dying, like the pieces of me falling away that no longer served me in order for me to move forward in my healing journey and starting this spiritual path of awakening. And so we can feel that anxiety and panic attacks when our bot, our physical body is trying to hold on to what we've always known, what makes us feel safe, and our ego does not like change. And so as difficult as it was to go through that process, I know that it was necessary. And when I look back at it now, it brings me joy and it brings me happiness that um, we got through it because it seemed like when we were in this moment, I wanted to take it all back. I can't move forward. It's so scary. I don't know what to do. And now I'm in this home that I have to learn to live in that is different, that is half the size, that is, you know, we let go of so many things. And not that we were ever, we are not materialistic people. We are not like keeping up with the Joneses type of people, but there is um, awareness around having less things and it's not a good or bad thing. It's just an adjustment and it's just an adjustment to living because we came from a space where we were on a cul-de-sac with like nine houses and now we are spread out and it feels amazing. Like I, I feel like I can breathe here. Um, but just learning to live in a different environment. Like when we first got here, I still continued to have <clears throat> not as bad. Um, I don't think I had any panic attacks, but still feeling this lost sort of anxiety brewing inside where I just didn't know what was my purpose, what direction do I go in. I had let go of my childcare um, business that um, that's all I knew for so long. I've always taken care of people. Like I, uh, before that I was working, no, that be, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my gosh, so much. Um, so now I'm in this space of <clears throat> like, what, what am I doing moving forward? Like, what is my purpose? Why are we here? And what am I doing? So I really didn't know what I was going to do. And I just knew that I couldn't, I wasn't going to be starting up a new childcare practice here. It was something in the past, something that I needed to let go of. And I really longed for, I needed to find my own identity. Who was I outside of taking care of people? Because I've always, like I was raising my own kids. I was raising other people's kids. I was caretaking and I lost who I was in that time. And now I needed to learn how to identify who I was outside of that. And it was very scary and kind of difficult and kind of lonely. Like I didn't even know where to start. Like where, where do I begin? I, I had no idea what I was going to do. <clears throat> and so I was just on this journey of soul searching and I really just went inward trying to figure out what that looked like. And so I knew in order to begin taking care of myself, it had to start with my nutrition, my food intake, like eating purposefully, like eating with awareness and eating, um, like being aware of what I was putting in my body. And so I really was just diving into all the, the books and the information online on self-care around like nourishing myself. I needed to learn how to nourish myself. So my journey really began with, um, with eating and nutrition and, um, not dieting. There was, I did not need to diet. I didn't need to lose weight or anything like that. It was just all about nourishment, about fueling myself up 
with um, food because because I wasn't, um, I just had no awareness around it and what foods gave me energy and what foods um, felt like they were giving me life and foods that really made me feel depleted. And so just having journaling, like journaling it out on um, what foods made me feel good, what foods didn't make me feel so good and all that stuff really learning. And so in that process, I did a, um, a few of these sort of uh, detoxes or just um, cleanses. And um, I remember I was doing a particular, it was like a 10 day um, cleanse. And um, I really spent a lot of alone time with my journal, just being in the moment. And I could feel this difference in my body. It just felt clear and it felt cleansed and it felt um, energized. And I, in looking back on it now, I really could feel this clear channel of awareness to something bigger than me. There was like this connection to God, to the angels, to source, to energy um, that I hadn't experienced and I was curious about it. And I really just wanted to dive deeper into this awareness and um, feeling into the space of, there was just this big clarity. There was like this huge clarity. And I've always been um, really curious about personal growth, about um, personal development, about um, now what I know to be spiritual growth. Like I've always had a passion for um, personal growth. And so I'm not, I'm not a mute, like I'm not, um, what's the word? I don't even know. I, I can't think of it. Um, anyway, I have this awareness around personal. I've always, I've always um, been into that space. And I remember back even before this journey, I was reading books um, from like Deepak Chopra and Gary, what's his name? Um, he, he writes Seed of the Soul. Um, starts with a G, I think. Um, anyways, I was, I was reading these books that I had no, I was just drawn to these books that I find on my shelf now but I didn't realize that it was a piece of the spiritual because it was sort of a, a new thing back then. It was like, it wasn't even kind of, now it seems a little bit more mainstream. People are awakening to it, but I've always been drawn to it. So it's kind of fun to see those books appear full circle on my shelf today. So I'm not um, a stranger to this space. But now I have different verbiage around um, this spiritual awakening, this healing journey, and just feeling the different now what I know to be energies in my body. I didn't have the verbiage to it, but now I realize these energy centers in my body, the energy that is flowing in my body, that what I do in my surroundings affects that energy and I have control over changing my DNA, changing the energy in my body, changing my aura uh, into how I want to feel. That's amazing. And so I wanted to learn more. I wanted to feel into this space and so in 2015, I went on a personal growth sort of 
um, I don't even know to this day how to put it into words. It was sort of a coaching sort of personal development. It was, I think it was two like long weekends and I traveled from, um, Minnesota to Indianapolis to this space. And it was, I think, two long weekends. So it was an intensive sort of, um, space and I had to leave my family and just like stay in this strange place. <laughs> we stayed in someone's home and we delve into this, um, very intensive, um, I don't even want to call it coaching. It was, I don't even want to call it coaching. It was more of an experience where you're sort of peeling away. You're sort of bringing, and I didn't know this at the time. I didn't have words for it when I was going through this experience, but now looking back, it was a, um, the spotlight was really shown on to your, um, what, ap what appears, what you believe to be weaknesses, um, but realizing that that was your superpower and bringing awareness to where you're telling yourself stories, um, how you think people perceive you um, versus like reality. And so there was different um, exercises, different experiences, different um, without, I don't want to give away too many things because you never, if anybody ever wanted to experience that, you don't ever want to give away, like you want them to experience their own experience, but it was very raw, very, very intense. And there was a lot of emotions, a lot of crying, a lot of, um, I mean, there was, laughing and joyous times, but there was a lot of like peeling the layers away of the stories. And when you go through, I mean, life from the beginning of time, when you are born, there is constant programming. There is constant stories. There are constant, um, uh, what is the word I'm trying to say? There's just, there's programming like from the beginning of time until now. So you're, so you're peeling away those layers of, of who you think you should be or how society thinks you should be. And just like peeling away those layers. And at the time I didn't realize that was happening because when you're in it, you're feeling so many emotions, you're feeling so many things, but when you're out of it, you're like, Oh my gosh, I think I just shed like a hundred pounds. And so I really came back gaining this awareness around the stories that I was telling myself and just bringing awareness around, um, like, self care and who I am at my core, and how I want to show up in the world, and how I want to be of service. And so I came home from that experience, really rejuvenated, and really excited about this um, journey moving forward. And so I had these pieces, I had these tools in my toolbox, I was, um, you know, had my nutrition, had my, my, um, yeah, my nutrition tool belt. I had my self-awareness tool belt. I had my, my self-care tool. Like I had all these tools in my toolbox and it just felt like I was beginning to feel like who, who I was and what my purpose was. And and the funny thing is, is it was, 
it was really just putting myself first and making myself a priority. And it, and it seems like it's such a simple task, like, oh, just put yourself first, make yourself a priority. It's not that easy. It's a constant, um, it's a constant exercise. Like it's, it's something that has to be, um, it's a muscle. You have to practice it on a daily basis. So it's not like this happened and then all of a sudden I've arrived. I'm still arriving. There, there is no arrival. You're, it's a work in progress. I'm still a work in progress, but I had these tools and that was a big part of my journey that was missing up until now. And I'm, I'm still putting tools in my toolbox. It's a never ending thing. So I got back from this journey and, um, I, I was excited about the path moving forward. And so I found a job at the school system and I was working with, um, with EBD kids. And you can sense a theme here <laughs> because all I know is caretaking. All I know is I want to be of service. I want to take care of people. I want to help people feel better. Like you can, you can sort of sense the theme. And so I worked in the school system for, I think, three-ish years and as you can imagine, I got burnt out and I, when I'm, when, I don't know if you're familiar with EBD kids, but it's very challenging and it's very um, mentally and physically and emotionally draining. Even though I loved that space and I love being of service and I love helping, it was a part of me that still felt like I needed that space and um, I became burnt out once again. And I just knew that I could not, um, I could not go backwards in the work that I have done thus far. And so luckily, I was able to let that go in an early stage um, where I could just move on from that space. Um, because I knew that it wasn't, I, I, it wasn't good for my mental, physical, like emotional being. It just wasn't. And so I let that go. And I began, oh, I need to back up. When I got back from this um, experience in Indianapolis, something told me or must, I feel like now it was spirit, but I had this deeper connection or I had this awareness, which I didn't know what the, I didn't have verbiage for it, but I came home and began to meditate. And I have dabbled in it, you know, before, but this was different. This was like a, I don't, I can't explain it, but I came home and I knew that there needed to be um, a clearing in my throat chakra. I didn't know it was a throat chakra at the time. I just knew it as voice. I knew that I needed to clear or be more confident or be more feel safe using my voice. In this experience in Indianapolis, it was a brought to my awareness that I wasn't um, showing up in a space where I felt safe to use my voice. And so I came home and, and started to meditate, um, clearing my throat chakra. And so I did this meditation and I went to sleep and I woke up and I had no voice. I had lost my voice. And so I did some journaling and just really sat in that space of, holy cow, like I just um, cleared my throat. 
And so it brought me into, I was wanting to, I wanted, I was wanting to know why I lost my voice, like what was happening in my body where I was meditating and I happened to do, I think I just Googled like, you know, using your voice or opening your voice, or I, I don't even remember the exact words, but I knew I was searching for how can I use my voice? How can I feel confident in using my voice? And um, a, a throat chakra meditation came up. So that's what I did. And so I delved into learning, like, why did I lose my voice? How did I lose my voice? What the heck just happened? I couldn't believe it. I was like, what just came over me where I lost my voice? And so our energy bodies are always speaking to us in that way. And so when we're clearing out any of those old programs, so what was happening in that throat chakra clearing was I was clearing out all that gunk, all that noise, all that coulda, woulda, shouldas in my throat chakra and cleared that all away to make room for my own personal voice, to be able to have my own self-expression and feeling safe in my body to use my voice and to feel important that people wanted to hear me and listen to me and that I had something important to say. And so in that losing that voice, there was time for stillness and journaling and just journaling it all out and being so appreciative and being so thankful for the awareness around where I was holding back. And so, of course, I wanted to learn more. Of course, I was diving into more. So I was meditating um, on a regular basis and sometimes multiple times a day. And I began to work, began working with crystals and working with their energies and became certified in crystal healing. And I just wanted to learn more about how I can um, have these different tools in my tool belt to heal the different things that I was going through. And so I began working with Oracle cards. So I was bringing Oracle cards into my um, self-care practice and meditation into my self-care practice and crystals into my self-care practice. And so then I began to learn what was going on in my body and understanding the seven energy centers that are known as the chakras and um, really diving into which each of those and what they do in our energy bodies. And so then that led me to studying energy healing and particularly healing touch. And so I took, um, I think that took me a couple years to get through the whole series um, of, um, there's different levels. And so I got through the different levels of energy of healing touch. And I began to use that practice. That was another tool in my toolbox for my self-care, for my self-healing, for my self-awareness. And I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing this journey has been. And, and I, it's sometimes hard to put into words how these different tools can be so powerful but it's in combination with your personal energy. So just, it's not the crystals that are doing the healing. It's not the cards that are doing the healing. It's, it's your, and everybody has this internal, this inner healer that, um, that is self-healing. And so I began to feel in my inner being that this was something that I needed to be sharing with the world. This was my sole purpose for being on this planet. And knowing that that awakening in 2012 was necessary to bring me to this space now, even though 
there's so much in this journey that I haven't even shared on this podcast. I don't want this podcast to be like two days. So there's so much in this journey that I haven't even shared, but as hard and as difficult and as excruciating as it was, it's beautiful now looking back, knowing that that is part of the journey. There's certain things that you need to go through because now I can relate to my clients. I can I can help heal their journey because I can feel what they're going through and I can help them process through their journey because I've been there and going through these in, in, I can, I can say that I'm a certified crystal therapist. I can say that I'm a certified Oracle card reader. I can say that I'm a certified healing touch practitioner. But to me, I don't want to disregard the certification or disregard the piece of paper, but but being in this space and being of service is so much more than that certification, so much more than that piece of paper. So it's not even something that is in my um, realm of awareness anymore because, because being in this healing space is on such a cellular level that I don't know what else to do. I don't know how else to be or how else to show up on this planet. This is what, what I'm here to do. And so I will continue to learn and grow and develop and, and serve as long as I need to. And, and in this um, space, it's, it's a healing, it's a, it's a, and it's an ongoing learning, even for myself, because um I don't even like to use the word healer. I feel like, you know, but as a, I don't even know how to, I don't even like to use the, it seems so, I don't know. I'm, I'm on this healing journey, um, practicing, you know, self-care and awareness and spiritual growth for myself to strengthen my gifts to share with the world, if that makes sense. So it's an ongoing, no matter what kind of piece of paper or certificate, it's, it's a, it's beyond, it's beyond that. It's a divine, um, gift that I will continue to share with the world. So I, I, I feel like this is a good time for me to close this um, episode. I hope that gives you a little bit of insight as to how I got to where I am. And it's an ongoing continued journey. There is no arrival. And um, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for this journey. I have nowhere, no idea where it's going. Um, and I will continue to work through it, even though it's awkward. <clears throat> I feel like um, I don't know. Podcasting is is a little awkward, but I feel like at, the more I do it, the more at ease I will feel with it. So continue to. <laughs> I hope you continue to follow along with me, even though there may be podcasts episodes that you can feel the awkwardness. I don't know. Anyway, I appreciate you so much. I can't believe we're, we're at 30 episodes and I, I, I promise you that I will continue to strive towards consistency with this podcast and share, um, what's on my heart to share. It's very much, I work very much intuitive. So um, even though I 
I do ask my private Facebook group what they want to hear because obviously I have this group um, to hold space for them in their growth and their spiritual growth and their journey and their healing journey and their energy wellness. And so I do ask in that private group, like what people want to learn, what people want to hear. Um, and so I have those written down and then I, I, I hop on, it, it just has to feel intuitive to me. And so I never want it to feel forced or sometimes I feel, I don't know. I sometimes feel like it's teachy and maybe that'll go away once the more I do it. But I know a lot of people in my community are just learning. That is sort of my soft spot, my I, I'm here to help those who are just beginning their journey and don't know what direction to go to or what they're feeling. They might be feeling certain things because believe me, there were many times where I was on my bathroom floor just like crying because I don't know why I'm feeling these certain feelings in this, in this path. This healing path can be, be challenging and difficult sometimes. So I guess if my podcasts are teachy, they're going to be teachy because I know that that's what you want to learn and you're growing and you're, you're developing this path. And so I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. And I just, um, am so passionate about helping people feel safe in this spiritual growth, in this path and feeling okay to share their light with the world. We are, we are light workers, star seeds, empaths, highly sensitive. We are here, um, to offer our light to the world in this dark space. And so I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. Thank you so much for being here. I know this was super long and I'm sure there'll be another episode where I share more about my personal journey, but I feel like this is long-winded enough. And I appreciate you so much, more than you'll know. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you spending some time with me today. If you like what you heard, there are a couple ways that you can support this podcast and help build momentum. First, you can share it with a friend. And second, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you use. Thanks again. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And we'll talk on the next episode. Sending you so much love and healing.